Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Game On, our weekly high school football show for week three of the high school season. I'm Drew Markle from the Intelligencer and the Courier Times, along with a uh, longtime voice of WNPV football, Daryl Dobas. Daryl, how are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing my uh, mea culpa here as uh, we kind of you know, put Wes down a little bit last week. And, uh, well, my, my boy took a little grief for it. So, uh Little uh, little mea culpa there uh, to the boys over at Buck Nation. So, well, Daryl, I got to tell you, I, I was over at West practice, and uh, they are watching the podcast. And your name yes, may have popped, your name may have popped up once or twice. <laughs> so I, I I took the took the low road, and uh, you know, That's look, right. you know, it was Daryl, not me. But you know, um, <laughs> right, that was, that was nice this, this is tough. This is tough for me because the last two years, and this one especially, with uh, a senior uh, at West this year. I mean, a lot of these kids on, I mean, it's never easy. These are high school kids and we're just right. picking based on, you know, it's guesswork really, but sure. East, South, West, and even Penridge a, a little bit. I have coached a, a good chunk of these kids. My, my boy has played baseball, football, basketball <laughs> with these kids, knows these kids, plays summer ball with these kids. You know, there's a lot of commingling now at the pro yeah. level, at the college level. You know, I mean, you know how it is. You've seen it. Um, yep. And it's the same at the high school level with travel teams and whatnot. So I know a lot of these. I love a lot of these kids. You know, sure. I, I love them like they're almost my own. And to say, well, you're not good enough. That almost <laughs> it's it, it's kind of tough. And it, my boy took a little grief and he passed it on to me. So me a couple West. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 hope, uh, you know, next time we, we, we get a chance today to pick. I, as a matter of fact, the uh, West is on our list again this week. There, We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I'm flipping thing, a coin. Yeah. <laughs> See that? Smart. First Fate will decide. The first thing I want to talk about, um, I just popped on the District 1 6A rankings earlier today. Uh, you know, there are 32 teams in District 1 and 6A. Only nine of them are 2-0. and I mean, which is which is hard to – kind of hard to believe. You'd think it would be a little higher than that. But, I mean, what does that tell you? That it's just it's parity or just too early to tell? Or what do you think? Well, it is too early to tell, but it also tells me that um, some teams, even if they've gone out of uh, their classification, have played a little tougher schedule. I mean, we've talked about how Pensbury is struggling here over the last, God, two years now. But right. they took on a 5A district champ. Okay. Now, yeah, Pensbury's 0-2 right now. But the point is, is that they went out and they got good competition, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Teams are going out and getting, even if it's 4A, um, if I'm not I'm mistaken, I, I can't remember who it was, but Upper Moreland beat a 6A, and they're always right. playing up. So that that knocks a 6A out of the rank of unbeaten a little bit. And Upper Moreland was a district champ last year in 4A. Um, the Chamonix plays Wood, 
You know, that knocks them out. You know, Woods a 5A, even though they're playing up this year. So I don't think it tells me a whole lot early on. Um, we talked about this last week with, about Dick Beck, where he would play the best he could find. And if he went 0 and 3, you know, he would learn from it and he'd go 7 and 0, make the postseason, make a run. So I, I think some of these teams are, are trying to find themselves right now. And uh, I wouldn't worry until they got, say, 0 and 3. That's when you start to worry um, if you're a winless okay. team. If you're 2 and 0 right now, you're in the catbird seat. No, that's absolutely correct. You know, Dal, you look at some of those, uh, you know, two and O schools. You have North Penn, which you know put up fifty something on Abington the other day. Uh, LaSalle over in District Twelve with a really big win over Malvern Prep, ten to seven. You know, game was seven seven to seven at the half. Quakertown, um, they've won their first two games by the same score, forty two to seven. You know, eighty four points scored in two games is pretty good, and fourteen points. It's allowed is, is also pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, schools like that. I mean, you know, I, I guess we, and, and also Ben Salem, you know, let's, let's tip the cap to them. You know, they're two and O for the first time. And I, I couldn't tell you when, you know, they beat, you know, they beat Hapro the other night. So, you know, some of those two and O schools, um, it looks like, again, it, it is very, very early, but, you know, I guess in the, in the national conference, I mean, it's North Penn, everybody else in your mind. Well, anytime you talk about the national, you got to talk North Penn. I, I mean, normally you would throw in a chamois in the mix, but they're zero two for the first time since twenty fourteen, right. uh, after losing to CB East last week. So they're going to have to fight to get back. Pensbury, which normally would be in a two and zero position too, you would think they are just floundering right now. So they're in a lot of trouble. Um, when you talk to national while there's North Penn and then there's one, a one B you can't talk about them without saying North Penn first. They have been the class, even when the Chamonix is one, even when Pensbury is one North Penn has taken over as the class of, of, of that uh, conference. And uh, you know, 58, eight, even though it's a, they lost a lot to graduation did Abington still have a lot of talent, especially on the defensive end. And they just torched them. So um, North Penn midseason form in week two. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And uh, speaking of Nishamani, uh, you know, you mentioned the you know the Pensbury struggles. I was talking to to uh, Nishamani coach Steve Wilmot uh, earlier today, and you know they're banged up, and he he doesn't make any excuses. I you know he said every everybody gets you know everybody gets injuries. You know you you ha- you have to play with what you know what you have and. Uh, you know, they get ready for Penridge this week. So, you know, a, a, a national conference game against, you know, a Penridge team that, you know, that bounced back from an opening week loss. So, you know, again, we're, you know, we're just, you know, we're still testing the waters. It's only been two weeks. Everybody loves to get ahead of everything. And, you know, I'm guilty of that, you know, projecting and looking at, you know, you know, rankings and we're, you know, we're number seven here and number eight there, you know, it, we've got a long, long, long way to go. And, that's what makes it fun. And let's not forget that let's, let's and be very happy that we're, we're actually playing, you know, and there's fans at the games and, you know, we're not wearing masks and, and everything. <laughs> yeah. Everything so far, knock on a lot of wood is, uh, is going to continue. So, uh, you know, well, let's get to one of our segments that we like doing Daryl with our, our picks. Um, we, we take some grief as you, as you did. Yes, uh, I did. Yes, I did. And, uh, I, 
but you know, I guess that's part of part of doing these things. But we'll, we'll start um, with our frontline picks with that, you know, Nishamani at Penridge, uh, you know, Friday night. What what are you what are you looking at? Well, Penridge got righted. I mentioned last week about Penridge looking for an offense after what they lost in Hartzell, Croyle, and some other talent to graduation. That Pensbury could, if they could get their um, get themselves on track. Uh, they might be ripe for the picking. Boy, were we wrong on that one. Uh, you know, Penridge just blew out Pensbury and uh, looks like they have, uh, they might have the makings of an offense. Nishamini, you're talking Archbishop Wood, which as I keep glancing over to a schedule here, Archbishop Wood, which, you know, is going to give anybody a, a heck of a time. And, yeah. uh, and CB East, which had 22 guys returning this year. And CB East has always been right on the cusp of, are they really good? Are they just off the bubble? And uh, they came up with a huge, huge win over Nishamini. Uh Penridge, that linebacking core led by Pachati. Oh, I'll tell you, Nishamini struggling on offense, 14 points in two games. That's not Nishamini-like. Uh, Penridge shutting out Pensbury. Uh, I've got to go with Penridge th- this week under the lights uh, at at their place. Um, it's going to be a good crowd. The Chamonix is going to bring, uh, bring a good group themselves. But even though this is pretty much a make or break game right now for the Chamonix, they haven't lost three in a row since prior to 2007. So it, it's been a long time coming. that the Chamonix has seen this. This is almost a make or break game, or this is a make or break game. I would think for the Chamonix at this point, because they have Souderton right after that, which has proven to be very strong, uh, and then CB South, and then they're at North Penn. So the schedule doesn't really get easier for them. I'm going Penridge, and I will give them a uh, 30 to 14 win. Gotcha. All right. Um, for a lot of those same reasons, uh, I'm going to go Penridge 27 14. And you made you made a good point there about you know Nishamani playing Wood. We, we you know Wood is hard to believe they you know they get sometimes a little bit overlooked in that Catholic league. Red Division with Crep and LaSalle sitting there. But, you know, Wood had another big win against a, a pretty darn good Newman-Garetti team the other day, too. So that when those when those three start mixing it up in their games in the regular season, that's going to be pretty good stuff. All right, it's hard, go to, it's hard to believe this is a Wood team we're talking about that is so good right now, that this is a Wood team that used to get it handed to them by North Penn at the beginning of every year until uh, mid to late – uh, the late 90s. All of a sudden, they pull one upset at at North Penn, and it just started to roll for them. They started to pick up speed, and all of a sudden now, you know, they're one of the best in the state. So, uh, yeah, to, to get them, North Penn knows what it's like. Nishamini knows what it's like. That's uh, that's not an easy draw, and especially if you're hurt. No, that's exactly. All right, we're going to – we'll just um, – we'll touch on these next couple games briefly. Uh, Quakertown, CR South, uh, I'll go first with this one. You know, Quakers down off to a two and zero start. Um, South struggling a bit. I, I see. You know, we, we talked before. Quaker Towns won its first two games, forty two seven. Why not make it a third one, forty two to seven? That's what I'll go with. I'll take the chances <laughs> there. Well, these two teams faced each other last year, uh, and Quaker Town really manhandled them then as well. Council Rock South, kind of like North as well, even though they won the first game over New Hope Solbury, struggling really to find an offense by Denny, struggling defensively to stop people. Uh, it's That's been the MO. It's hard to believe that we say that about Council Rock. 
in any fashion, but the, they have struggled south. What 2012, I think it was maybe 14 was in the district final. Now, you know, it, it seems like just yesterday and when they lost to North Penn, it, in fact, they hosted the game uh, against North Penn and lost that one. But all of a sudden it's been downhill since then. Quakertown, we, this is Quakertown's MO. Usually they go six and oh, seven and oh, what happens after that? That's when they start to struggle a little bit. Uh, we'll see if that happens. That's down the road. I'm going Quakertown. Uh, we'll go with your score, 42-7. We'll go with that. Why not see if we can make it a trifecta? There you go. I, I, I thought the next one, I think I know who you're going to go with. Um, <laughs> Abington, Abington and CB West uh, should be pretty good. I, I'm going to uh, I'm going to give the, the edge here. I'm going to take uh, <laughs> yes. I'm going to say <laughs> um, I'm going to say CB West 21-20. I mean, I think it's that close. And you could you you could flip a coin here. And if you know Abington won, I would not be you know I would not be shocked. No, it, it's going to come down to Central Bucks West is going to have to keep this between the tackles defensively. Um, they they have had quick players, but they really haven't had overall speed since Brian Hensel had him and went wing T and had a couple transfers come in. He could really spread it out and open things up. Uh, Dante Mancini is a beast running between the tackles. He also uh, can create havoc on the defensive end when he's there, although pr he's primarily on the offensive end right now. Um you know what? I uh, I thought they would go 0-2. I think they'll go 2-1 now. Uh, they just got to bottle up Abington's speed, and I think they will do that. We'll give them 28. We'll go 28-17. Okay. Let's 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 shift to Saturday uh, Saturday morning over at CB East, where uh, it's CB South at East. Um, what do you think there, real fast? Well, South coming off that tough loss. Uh, you know they lose by eight. Two West last week, um, that off of an emotional win against PW the week before, had a 14-point lead, lost it, ended up winning it down the stretch at their place. Now it's an early morning game, which Central Bucks East is used to. Now it's Central Bucks East that's coming off the emotional win because I don't care what their record is. You beat Nishamani, that's a big win, and that's something that East hasn't done in a while either. Um Again, these are kids that on both sides that I've known for years. Patrick Mayer's the quarterback over at South. Really strong arm there. Um, Connor Boyle was supposed to be a starting quarterback for East. Unfortunately, uh, two years ago, really hit bad with a cancer diagnosis. Went through hell. Came back. He's an outstanding two-way player. I don't know if he's on the roster this year. I hope he is. I know he's great at baseball, but they have a lot of other great talent over there for John Donnelly. I'm going to say that East is going to pull this one out, and I, I'm going to make this one a close one. I'm going to give this one a 24-20 win in favor of East. I'm also going to take the Patriots, Daryl. Uh, the, the early morning start is a good, a good point. It's hard for teams to, to, to adjust to that. You know, it's, you know, Friday night football is you know, what they're used to. Uh, and and with last week with West, I mean, West pounded – you know, south inside with that with that running game with with Mancini and Eli Bohm. And, you know, um, it's close, but I like uh, CB East 19-14. And our last game, Darrell, you have um, Imhotep Charter uh, out of the public league in Philly against LaSalle over at uh, Springfield Monco at 1 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Imhotep might be the best team in 5A, and LaSalle is, if it's not, the the best team in 6A in the state it might be 
you know, number two behind St. Joe's Prep. Two absolute, you know, stud teams here. You know, what do you think? Well, we had we were worried about this last week. Uh, it wasn't Malvern Prep. You know, yeah, we, sure. we were wondering that that could be a, a real dogfight, and it was. Yep. Uh, you know, six point win for LaSalle. Imhotep, while they have speed, they have been big. That seems, especially along the line, that seems to be where, um, you know, kind of out of nowhere, they have been able to develop really strong offensive lines, defensive too, but offensive lines to to open things up for that speed. Uh, you know, I'm going to treat this LaSalle, this game, even though it's Imhotep Charter, I'm going to treat this like North Penn. I'm going with them till they lose, and then we'll figure it out. But this one's probably going to be a close one as well. Uh, but a little more uh, scoring than the Malvern prep game. I think this one will put up in the 30-28 uh, range in favor of the Explorers. Okay. See, I, I kind of I, – I, I'll also go with LaSalle here, but I differ on the – I think we're looking at, you know, <clears throat> not much offense. Um, we'll go – I'm going to LaSalle 14-8 to eight in, in what should be, you know, one of the best games uh, – you know, across the state this week for sure. So, I just like that. I like that LaSalle. They can open up the passing game, and they just have such great. If they get to the outside, if they can, if they can seal off the edges and get to the outside with Brown, uh, EJ Wentz, just you name it. That they've got speed to the outside that they can really take advantage of. I think that's where the key is going to be. So, short intermediate passing and spread out the defense a little bit. Um, with the with the run game and uh, I think uh, I think this one could get uh, could get wide open quick. Gotcha. Daryl sounds good as always. Um, I, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, please you know check us out and uh, we will see you next week and we'll, we'll talk about this this coming week and the following. So th- again thanks for watching. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.